Hello there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me on this beautiful podcast, this beautiful day. My name is Ibitayo. How are you today? All right. Life is so much fun. But that fun is determined by how much we derive from life. I read uh, someone's post the other day and she said, people ask you, how is life treating you? (laughs) Say, man, if you're waiting for life to treat you, if you're waiting for life to treat you good, man, you'll be on a long thing. I say, so you determine how you treat life. <laughs> you determine how life turns out. And of course, by the grace and mercies of God. You know. So how is life at your end? Hope, hope you're making the best use of it. Hope you're making the best use of the time that God has given you. Making the best use of the joy he has given you. The joy you have access to. Nothing should take your joy. I'm telling you, nothing. Every day when we pray in our home, we say, daily do you, O God, load us with benefits. Daily do you load us with benefits. And so if you load us with benefits every day, then we begin to mention those benefits and begin to put our names on it. Oh, every benefit of joy, of peace, of your goodness, of your kindness. We enjoy this beautiful day. (laughs) All right. So I guess that's one of the things about uh, parenting as well. You know, being able to model a certain lifestyle to your children. I guess that will take me to the next point about successful parenting. A successful parent is a role model parent. Is a role model parent. There is no way a person can give what they do not have. Yeah, that's the truth. A person cannot give what they do not have. So I would rather say that Rather than trying so hard to raise children who are effective, children who are loving, who are caring, I guess what we should do as parents is to pray to God to help us to be loving, to help us to be caring. Because they say children don't do what you see, they do what you do. Uh Uh-huh. So, we must pray that God will help us to be caring people, to be loving people, you know? To be models to ourselves. This is when we can be role model parents. Modeling in love, in care, in compassion, So as a role model parents, if you want your children to study the word of God, then you must study the word of God. If you want them to speak nicely and talk nicely, then you must do that. I'm telling you, I was saying it the other day that parenting is serious work. I'm telling you the truth. Why? Because it puts a responsibility on you, on you for yourself. 
if you want to raise high flyers you must try do everything within your capacity as god gives you grace to be a high flyer i'm telling you it's so important so the question i like to ask in your relationship with your spouse are you paying attention what do the children see when you're relating with your spouse you think they're not seeing you think they're not learning. <laughs> you think they're not observing. I'm telling you the truth. They are. Are you always arguing or fighting? Please get help. If you feel you argue too much with your spouse, please get some help. Or you're always fighting, please get help. It's so important. Let me deviate a bit. One of the things that make couples fight a lot in their relationship, because this will help you as you raise, you know, beautiful, loving, and caring children. People underestimate the power their temperaments play in their relationship. I'm telling you, they underestimate it. So you have a spouse who looks very insensitive. He doesn't say nice words so much. He's very much always on the move. Go get her. He doesn't have time to play or time to, you know, do little, little activities then. And you're getting annoyed every day. Why are you like this? Why are you not like You're not paying attention. You're not sensitive to my feelings. You're not sensitive to me. This and this and this. My dear brother or sister, what you have in your hands is a, a college. So, rather than complaining and, you know, fighting every day, take time to understand the characteristics of this temperament. Then you will understand and what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are. For example, such people don't enjoy people coming at them and attacking them and arguing with them. You will almost never win any argument with such people. I'm telling you the truth, you will not. So, take time. They enjoy it when you're submissive. I'm telling you, they enjoy it when you, 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 you know, you mellow a bit. You massage their ego. Uh-huh. Because it's so important for you to create a peaceable environment for your seeds to grow. Why do you think that some people are just quarrelsome? See, this person is just quarrelsome. You will find out that maybe it's somewhere in their past. That they got that kind of attitude from. So it's important that you are able to write the stories of you know your own children the way you would want people in their future to be glad about. You want people in their future to be glad that ah no, your home hmm, is a blessing. So understand your temperament and understand your spouse's own. 
and know what their strengths and weaknesses are. Maybe in my next podcast, I would, you know, try to, I don't know. So it's important so that all these arguments and all these fights can, you know, and mellow. It's so important. So please get help. You can contact me if you need um, if you need counseling. We have certified counselors and therapists at Convenia. You know, at the fee, I can help you, whatever stage you are. So, when you fight and argue, believe me, you're damaging the gift of God given to you and the world. Do you know that God will ask you? If you raise a quarrelsome child, understanding that you're a custodian, if you raise a quarrelsome child, I believe that the day of judgment, when you face God, he will ask you, that what did you do with this child that I gave to you? You turned this child to a quarrelsome child. You will answer for it. I'm telling you, you will answer for it. This is why it's so important to work on ourselves. If not for ourselves alone, for the seeds within our home, for the seeds in our farm, I ask you, what are you growing? What are you growing? The seeds in your farm, what kind of seeds, you know? What kind of tree are you growing? I ask you, is your spouse happy to be married to you? When you talk about role modeling, Okay, you're talking about modeling marriage to them. You're modeling relationships. You're modeling how to relate, how to eat, how to do this and do that. So I ask, is your spouse happy to be married to you? If your spouse is not happy to be married to you and you know it, please, you need to do something about it. Do something about it. Do you know the love language of your of your spouse? Are you speaking it? Few days ago, my husband and I still had this conversation, and I asked him, "So, what's my love language?" Afresh, <laughs> you know, what's my love language? Afresh. Initially, I was like, "You don't, I don't think you speak my love language enough." And then I began to talk about the things that I enjoy. As I was talking about the things that I enjoy, I, I was not like, "Ah, last week you did something like this, and I really liked it." Um, a few days ago, you said, I said, hey, so you see, I've been speaking your language now. I said, yes. <laughs> so what's your love language? Okay. What is your love language? Are you speaking your spouse's love language? So love languages have been categorized into five, okay, by Gary Chapman. He says, acts of service, doing things for your spouse, you know. So we have to, we, if you understand your spouse's love language, you must be, you must drag yourself to do these things. I'm telling you. So if you're in a relationship to make your spouse happy, and your spouse is also in that relationship, your spouse is also in that relationship to make you happy. You see that both of you meet at, at you know, you meet at a, a middle ground and everybody is happy. Are you sexually satisfied in your relationship? You think it won't affect the way you raise your children? <laughs> Are you modeling character? Some people think their children are too small. They are not seeing what's going on in your home. They are seeing everything. One cut it. 
<laughs> I don't know if you understand. What can they? They are not. They are not too young. They know what's going on, and their memories are very strong. Think about it. You do you remember some of the things that you know? Some very major things in your family as a child. So please, if you have a child, please pay attention to them. A son, a daughter, please pay attention. Let your children be able to do things for themselves. Things that a human being needs for survival. Clean their space. Clean the home. You know, wash dishes, wash their underwears. Tidy their beds, read their Bible. Things people need for survival. Cook food. Let them grow up to be able to cook. Whether they are men or women, it doesn't matter. Let's raise responsible children, not liabilities. You know, role model parent, teach them how to earn, both boys and girls. Engage them in activities that will teach them initiative, how to earn money. I remember when I was growing up, you know, I used to go to my mom's shop. It was when I grew, I really came to understand some of the values I derived in that shop. You know, there are people that don't have initiative. It's so hard for them to use initiative, I'm telling you. So, some of those tasks that you give your children to do, those tasks help, you know, eventually in building initiative, in putting initiative in them, helping them have initiative. So be role model parents. Being role model parents means that you play it out, the children see it, they admire, and you replicate. Thank you for listening. Please share with your friends. I'm sure they'll be blessed. My name is Ibitayo. We have a network of therapists and counselors. We always refer people to if you really need counsel or you need um, someone to talk to at any time. We'll be right here for you. Thank you for listening. Bye.